Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Hey Green Bay, what do you say? Packers are gonna win today. That was bad. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Dingers, Doubles, and Drunks. I am Nick Spellini, along with Travis Sarandos and Zach Moser. And um, it's been a while, but we are still alive. Uh, despite your best efforts, we are still alive. And we're going to record another podcast, which is like, wow. It's been a while. It's been a long time coming. Just go yeah. ahead and sing it, Zach. We all know you want to. I mean, I, I only know that lyric. <laughs> classic, classic track right there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Your your beautiful voice. Thank you. He does so, have a um, voice. I believe the last episode. one we recorded was uh, uh, Triple D Live. Was that the last one we did? Yeah, yeah Triple D Live. That was almost two months ago. My goodness. Yeah. Was, what have yeah. we been up to? It's been bad. Well, I personally have been up to school. That's what I've been up to. Well, that's like a valid reason. I mean, I, I've been like... I'm reading... And- I'm I'm grading the kids' first attempts at essays, like right now. That's what I've been doing all day, and um, there are some good ones and some very not good ones. You know, that's kind of how I imagine things go. Except, um, I would probably put the not good percentage at ninety five percent. Yeah, especially at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's rough. What but, is the essay topic? Uh, immigration. Just oh, yikes! Very. It's extremely boring. It's the worst. But they're just like writing about them that they immigration like as a as a topic. Like there's no other no other direction. European immigration. So it's all really old stuff that doesn't pertain to their lives at all. Uh, so they're yeah. just writing about people who are all, all already dead. You know, there's a there out right outside of my new place of work. There is an what's oh, a memorial to the uh, those who died in the Irish famine. Because, of course, there's a lot of Irish immigrants to the United States through Boston. Yeah, a lot of them are... Well, are there are Irish people in Boston? There's a couple. There's one or two. I haven't heard about this. That's Can wild. you explain further? Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's my little story. I think this podcast is about baseball. Theoretically, it is about baseball. Right? Like, uh, the Cubs are good. So oh, That's all I'm going to say. So, speaking of baseball, um, we are recording this... Oh God! I'm sorry. I have to interject here. A, a Twitter account called at Blue Lives Matter just followed me. Oh God! Oh, no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> oh geez, they're going to be disappointed. Um, I've, I've, so, yeah, I've had I've had stuff like that happen too, where I I look at the uh, the bio of somebody who just followed. It's like mm, you are not you are going to regret doing that. <laughs> I got yesterday when I went. Uh, I tweeted the uh, the the good tweet. Um, about getting 700 followers and then uh, one like being one beer I drink tonight. Um, I got a follow from a dude who's uh, the, who like the second line in his in his bio was uh, capitalist. Like nice. he's <laughs> that's like so important to him to identify himself as a capitalist that he puts it in his Twitter bio as the second thing. And you know, buddy, the guy's probably unemployed too. 
I, I'd like to fuck the big banks too, but we can't. <laughs> they won't even let me. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, so anyways, baseball, um, we're recording this on Sunday night. Everybody's been waiting for Sunday night to record the podcast, um, oh October 9th. And I actually have been waiting for Sunday night uh, as well because my beloved Green Bay Packers playing about a half hour here. Oh, yeah. That's a football team. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Uh, the, the, the Green Bay Packers? Yes. I am familiar with that team. Yeah. At one point, I was American a fan football. of that team. You still are. You are. I just. I also just got followed by Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> oh God, they're coming for all of us. It's happening. It's this is this is bad. <laughs> if, if I get followed by this by this gentleman in the next couple minutes, I'm just I'm logging. I'm ending the podcast and logging off, and running away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're recording this on the night of October 9th as we speak. The Blue Jays are putting the hurt on the Texas Rangers. It is, I think, three or four to one right now. Yes, the first uh, has just ended. It's three to one after yikes. back-to-back homers for Martin and Edwin. So um, the moral of the story is that uh, Colby Lewis as your starter in a do-or-die game is a rough way to go through life. Um, <laughs> so it looks like this, is, this could be the first of possibly many sweeps that we see in the DS round. Um the only team to avoid being swept for a fact will either be the Nats or Dodgers because their series went 1-1 today. Um, so what have your impressions been of the playoffs so far? I mean, it's kind of funny that the Rangers, everybody talked about how they were lucky all year and the regression monster is going to come back to bite them. They had a plus eight, uh, plus eight run differential for the, you know, the entire season. And now here in the playoffs, they're already uh, minus... 13. Yeah, they're minus 13 for the playoffs. Uh, so minus five for 2016. Um, so, I, I, you know, vindication for everybody who, who said that um, it, w- it wasn't working and it was smoke and mirrors, I guess. I was obviously a, a big Rangers fan for the playoffs here because they have reassembled the 2011 Brewers. Doesn't look like it's going to work out, though. Yeah, um... Like, obviously, last year, the Texas Jays series started out 2-0 in favor of Texas, and then they went to Game 5. Um, so that's, that could still happen today. Like, like looks like Aaron Sanchez doesn't have, doesn't have his best command today. So they could theoretically win tonight. Um, like the game is far from over. It's only a second inning. But, um, yeah, it's not looking good for Texas. And then also, Boston's down 2-0. Yeah, wow. Shocker. Yeah, that's the shocker. That's the big surprise with uh, Cleveland's pitching staff, especially. Um, But that, you know, they did face Kluber in one of those two games, and Kluber did Kluber. And then in the first game, Terry Francona managed his ass off. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was uh, that and uh, the Cubs Giants game from yesterday, Saturday, this game two, I think, were were two great managing clinics. Um, So it's been an. Been a good playoffs for that. Uh, aside from the two wild card games, which were very funny, as opposed to last year when a, a crazy person who has no idea what he was doing won the World Series. Yeah, there, there's that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so what? What? What do you what, like? What? Okay, so here's my first question, Buck Show Walter, like. 
I think calling it a fireable offense is a bit much, right? Like not using Britain in that scenario. Like that, you wouldn't fire him for that, right? I wouldn't, but I mean, Buck Showalter has a long, long, long track record. So we know that he is a good manager. He might not be the best manager. He's definitely, you know, quote, a leader of men. And he, you know, his players seem to really buy into uh, kind of what he's selling. But, uh, yeah, it's with the Orioles, it's an interesting situation because they're not the most um, analytically oriented team just in general. So they don't really need the manager who's going to be 100% kind of a a GM patsy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kind of analytically inclined, all, all of three of us here, and... If anybody remembers, we were roasting the Orioles pretty heavily at the beginning of the season yes, um, we based on their, their team's makeup, and they said, well, screw you folks. We're going to the playoffs anyway. So they obviously, you know, they aren't, aren't necessarily on board with the, the same, with the, the trend that seems to be sweeping most of baseball, I guess. Um, they're just doing things their own way, and... Uh, in an old school way, I suppose, and that's what got them there, and that's what they tried to take into the playoffs, and it didn't work out for them. Yeah, yeah. So what I what I would say is that unless the Orioles organization decides to go in a pretty radically different direction as a whole, then Buck Showalter should stay. If they decide, hey, we're going to go and you know assemble a crazy front office team and go hard in the paint on the analytics then, yeah, Buck Showalter probably shouldn't manage that team. But, um, I mean, if they're sticking to their guns and they're going to kind of do things uh, the Orioles' way, as we've seen, then I you know, I don't see anyone other than Showalter who would be better. Well, like, I forget. It was either, like, before, right before the season or, like, right at the beginning of the season. Um, MLB Network did one of their featured documentary things about Buck Showalter. Um, and they were talking to him about analytics and stuff, and he's actually pretty receptive to it. Yeah. Um, there are some things that he thinks are wishwash, and some things that he actually does buy into and likes to use. Um, obviously, bullpen usage might be a bit of a rough patch for him, obviously, um, because Zach Britton was not in a game of new ball with as was. So... I don't know. I like. I, I definitely like. I like Buck. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good manager. Um, like I really do. Think he's a very good person. Um, like remember when the uh, the Baltimore riots were happening and they were asking him about race relations and stuff, and he gave a very good answer at a press conference about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I like Buck. I, I mean I would not have a problem with him managing my favorite team, um, but that was definitely not what you wanted. Rather shocking to see from him. Yeah, it doesn't excuse the call, but. I mean, do you? It's you'd be hard pressed to fire Buck Showalter over that. I think in just about any context. I mean, if it's you know a, an elimination game in the ALCS or the World Series, you might reconsider. But it's the wild card game. The Orioles aren't overwhelmingly, you know, the best team in the, in the American League. They were not predicted to you know steamroll everybody else or even particularly go very far. So. Yeah, it's, you know, half dozen to one, six to the other. Yeah, I and, mean, and, situation. You, can't, you can't just fire him over one decision. And even if they, even if he did bring in Britain, all right, then it extends the game one inning. Britain's probably not going two. 
Um, and then you bring in Hubalo Jimenez, and then he surrenders his three runs, you know, just an inning later. Although against maybe the part of the lineup that was up in that inning, maybe you want uh, a bit of a better pitcher in there. Yeah, because like it's not like he Jimenez, was facing who was one of the worst uh, in the game this season. Like it's not like you're facing the bottom lineup. Like you're facing and Edwin Encarnacion. Like that's bad. Um, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I, I think it's not. I don't think it's necessarily that he didn't pitch. Um, it's it's that he didn't pitch in that inning um, against that part of the lineup. I think that was the truly uh, absurd part about it. Now, also, I think part of it lies with Dan Duquette because he didn't give them a roster that could have avoided the wild card game. Like he did not, like he didn't get pitching for them. And like it's hard because like the Orioles have a little bit of a financial constraint because of Peter Angelos. But at the same time, like his deadline acquisition was Wade Miley. Um, and like there's only so many chips the Orioles had to trade with. But like you gotta like, I think put your team in a position to succeed and like the Orioles like thank god they had got a good year from Chris Tillman and like Ubaldo was kind of okay down the stretch but that's it really hold on I'm gonna go own the ace of stats again oh boy <laughs> oh no he responded so oh this should be He's, good he still but, follows me from like three months ago when I was I saw blocked him, him. I let him I let him follow he doesn't he doesn't in, Oh my god, his response is fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be good. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, as, as listeners of this podcast might know, uh, we three do not get along well with, uh, with the, the ace, ace of Spader. Um, the ace of James He's Spader. Terrified now. As is our own Nick Stellini, by the way. Yeah, congrats, Nick. Okay, so I got to... Officially... Verified on Twitter.com. That means you can't tweet jokes anymore. I know. It's awful. Um, <laughs> so I don't you really... Send me all your good owns and I will tweet them and have people smash that like button for me. So I was literally bored one night because I was up late and I couldn't sleep. So I filled out the Twitter application, uh, the Twitter verification application because, you know, I think like the I thought like the the application system was a bit silly in the first place, um, and then they turned me down. Of course, thank God. And then they sent me an email like, "Oh, can you resubmit?" I was like, "Okay." And so I did, and they actually verified me. And I don't know why they did because I'm me. I filled it out too, and in the why should you be verified or whatever spot, I just wrote that I killed the Brewers mascot online. They did not verify me. You know, that's that's a tragic <laughs> That's <laughs> truly an outrage. But anyway, the Ace of Spader is bad. He tweets dumb and bad stats. Uh, he is a weird baseball traditionalist. And, and he's mean to he's mean oh, to people. He's a bad person. I'm still, like, I'm still not over the time he was mean to the. No. <laughs> I'm still not over the time he was mean to the karaoke lady. That was so mean. <laughs> That's extremely I'm still not funny. Over it. As so mean. <laughs> yeah, like it, it. It would be. It would be horrific if it wasn't someone who was already just the worst. He was such a butthole but, to that nice karaoke yeah. lady for no reason. 
Yeah, that's a bad one. So don't follow this person if you are if you do for some reason. Uh, and if you do follow this person, make sure you own them daily. And also just like <laughs> get your own play index subscription. Yeah, because right. Because <laughs> he's just a this. guy with a Twitter account and a play index subscription. Or borrow your friends. Yeah. I mean, was it, he was the guy who was tweeting all the uh, comparisons between Bumgarner and Mike Trout because Bumgarner hit a home run at the beginning of the season, right? Like, in the last 111 at-bats, they had the same amount of home runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's just, like, full of bad shit. Like, like his politics are terrible. His stats are boring and bad. Well, the thing is, we obviously know that Madison Bumgarner is as good of a hitter as Mike Trout. We don't need him to tell us this obvious fact. That was, that was just a joke, you guys. That was, that was just a joke. <laughs> hey, no, that gives me a good segue. So did you guys see Madison Bumgarner pinch hit uh, in game two on Saturday? I heard it on the radio because I was driving home when What's that nice? happened. Yeah, he grounded out because he's bad at baseball and he sucks. No, no, hold on, he did not ground out, didn't he? Ground into a massive error by Chris Bryant. Uh no, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was Let's be real, five, folks. Uh, Bryant <laughs> threw it into the stands, and Bumgarner took second. He did not score. Yeah, he reached third base, unable he's to get him scored. in. He did reach third base. Uh, but the important thing is that he did not hit a home run, unlike another pitcher in that ball game, Travis. So- Good name haver Travis Wood. Good name haver Travis Wood. Um, Travis Wood is low key one of my favorite players in baseball. And Wood, yeah, Travis Wood's like awesome. He's he's definitely like a good old boy, and um, I mean maybe hanging out with him for a long time might not be great, but like shooting the shit with him for one night, and like watching him play left field and hit dingers, while also being a left-handed pitcher. Yes, he was the guy who crashed into the wall to make that catch. Earlier yeah, this season, yeah, right? that was him. That was awesome. Yeah, he was the guy that Madden would put in left this year. Him um, and Strope would switch on three different game. occasions. He played left field a lot. So uh, yeah, anyway, Joe Madden, good Major League Baseball manager. Um, Big, yeah. huge oh. if true, huge if true. <laughs> so so which which well, yeah. um, there's one of these series we haven't talked about yet. We've talked about the Cubs, obviously. We've talked about the we've touched on. The Red Sox. We touched on Cleveland and Boston. We have not talked about L.A. and Washington. And that's that's the one that just evened itself up yeah, today. Yeah, that's the one knotted up because of the rain out. I think, I think if we if we discuss the direction of the other three, uh, the other three series, we're probably going to come to the conclusion that the teams that are currently winning two to nothing are going to end up winning those. Is that is that inaccurate? For anybody? Okay, so I pose this question. Anybody's coming back. I pose this question. Of the three teams that are down 0-2, which do you feel is the most likely to come back? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Okay, but Clay Buckle to start in the elimination game. But their lineup is Boston. going... I mean, who, who's pitching game three for Cleveland, though? I think it's Josh Tomlin. So we've got the Red Sox lineup against Josh Tomlin. <laughs> right, but, but you have probably have the Red Sox lineup against three innings of Josh Tomlin, you've got Miller rested up again. Also, by the way, the Rangers have hit a solo home run. Elvis Andrews, so it is now 3-2. to Still Boston. Has left the building. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I agree. 
perhaps if you had asked me this before this game that's currently being played had started, I would have said Texas. Uh, but Texas is already losing, so I'm not going to say Texas, and I'm going to stay, stay Boston. Well, they're only a run down in the third. I know they're only a run down, but Boston is zero runs down because that game hasn't started. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> even though Aaron Sanchez is not pitching well, I still believe in the Jays staff over the Rangers staff. I would I like it to be Texas, <laughs> but I think it will be Boston. I think Boston is the better team. Um just yeah. overall, I mean, based on the teams that they're bringing into the playoffs. Uh, with yeah, It's kind of a rare injuries. instance where I think the two best teams in the league are facing off in the division series. So, I mean, yeah. I don't, uh, you might argue for Toronto over Cleveland, but I think, I think Cleveland and Boston are both the, are the two best teams in the American League. Certainly and, at full strength. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, even, even so, like, I think Cleveland um, is maybe... Maybe the best of the four. It's really tough. Like all those teams have weird weaknesses. Um, all the teams in the playoffs this year have weird weaknesses, except the Cubs. Um, yes. Including the wild card teams. Um, so that's it's been a really odd playoffs to watch, and that there are no, you know, there's no huge crazy matchups that um, are like two teams that will just beat the snot like out of each other cuz they're really good. I think the the Washington LA matchup could be like that in a way. But um, but it's I think again, they're very evenly matched. Just, they've just eaten away at those two clubs. So it's like not it's not as exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean it would obviously be better if like Wilson Ramos and people were in that series and the Dodgers didn't have literally their entire pitching staff die. Um but, I mean, in terms of Cleveland, I mean, I, I definitely, like, because I think that Francona, like, is probably going to manage just the exact same way he managed game one. So, like, I doubt Tomlin will go through the order a third time if he even gets through it fully a second time. I mean, unless he's, like, cruising, then they'll probably leave him a little bit longer. But you'll get two innings of Miller again. You'll get everybody running long. Um, and I think... I mean, Josh Tomlin, like, he's okay. He's not – I wouldn't say he's, like, super bad. I think he's okay. Um, but he's not the guy you want to throw at Boston in Fenway. Um, so it's going to be an interesting game for sure. And also, like, Buckholt is Buckholt. So I think the Indians have a chance to just match them run for run. So it's it's going to be interesting. And sure, if, and I'm not saying that I think I think Boston is going to come back. No, no, I know, I know. And win the series. I just think it's because the, the Cubs are ridiculous, so nobody's coming back against them. I don't even know if they're going to lose a damn game. Uh, Toronto is currently already winning Game Three, uh, even though, as you said, by only a run. Um, so I, I just think Boston has the best chance. I would be very much less than shocked if all three ended in sweeps, though. Yeah, because, um, like, I mean, with Boston's lineup, like, Bogart's, like, his swing is just completely out of whack. Bradley's gone cold. Um, so, like, there's definitely still a really good offense because the top of their lineup is nuts. And then they've got some guys down at the bottom who are effective. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just Clayball Colts is Clayball Colts. And I'm not a big Eduardo Rodriguez fan if it goes to a game four. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, though. So I've got... Uh... Once again, I own the Ace of Stats online. 
But uh, so this is actually very interesting because Travis, you said you would be surprised if all three series did not end up in sweeps. I would not be surprised if the Cubs lost on Monday night to get to Madison Bumgarner in San Francisco. Um, Jake Arrieta's pitching for the Cubs. If they get bad Jake Arrieta, the Cubs are probably going to lose. Um, there's very... Imagine throwing Jake Arietta out in the third game of a series. That is garbage. <laughs> it is garbage. This it is, is garbage. so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you know, because you've read everything I've written on the internet, Jake Arietta has not been good uh, down from good portions of the season because of some weird mechanical issues. He's drifting a lot. Uh, you know, okay, but are you saying he's been, are you saying he's been bad, or he just hasn't been as good as Jake Arrieta? He hasn't been a god that we know. Yeah, I mean, like he's he's been a good he pitcher. Been bad. He's still, you know, he's just not the Cy Young. He's right. probably I mean, like a top twenty yeah, pitcher, right? Yeah. So, so that, but that's not the argument I'm making. It's it, the argument I'm making is that Jake Arrieta is going if if he's quote bad Jake Arrieta, like I will call him. He's going to walk people because his arm slot is bad and because his pitches aren't doing what they should be doing. Um, he can't locate, and he's throwing a lot more fastballs this year than he has in the past. So he's he's actually changed quite a bit as a pitcher this season. Um, so, yeah, his overall numbers are still very good, and he's, you know, the top 5 to 10 pitcher in the NL, um, top 20 in the majors, um, even this year, just considering this year's stats. But... That doesn't mean that he can't. He's not going to have a three-inning, seven-run, you know, six-walk outing on Monday. Um, that is very much possible, and it's kind of. It was one of my two primary fears for the Cubs going into the playoffs: is bad Jake Arrieta. Of course, that's de-emphasized with the success of Hendricks and Lester, and the Cubs having a good bullpen. But I think that the Giants have a very good chance of winning Monday's game. And I, I, I still think the Cubs are going to win the series in three or four games. So if they don't win Monday, they're probably going to win Tuesday. I would be surprised if the game, uh, the series goes to five. But I now Zachary. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised just, if the, it's the, this so ridiculously good. Uh, I just Zachary, I, I just just to be clear, are you saying Cubs in four? You know what? I've been known to say that before, and. I'm going to go Cubs in three. <laughs> I still think they will win Monday because they're just too damn good. And the Giants. Not, yeah, you make a good point, though. Um, yeah. And actually, like, if Arietta does start walking guys, um, that's AT&T is a bad place to do that because it's just so damn deep and the Giants hit a lot of line drives. So, like, if he starts walking people, it's just going to be a merry-go-round on the bases. Yeah, Bugs Bunny bases. So. And, yeah, and, and Bumgarner is Bumgarner. So yeah, I don't um, like that man at all. He's, he's very a very bad. He's a bad character, dude. So the ace <laughs> of stats just <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, this is what, what a saga this has been. Ace of stats episode. The playoffs slash ace of stats episode. Yeah, hashtag ace of stats episode. Please add us on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, yeah, he definitely just. Uh, just brought in uh, my employer to this conversation. Oh God! Yeah. So. What did he do? Good job. Good job, Ace. Did he, just, did he at BP Wrigley? 
He added BP's main Twitter page. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a fucking hack. Oh, my God. What a piece anyway. Of, what a piece of garbage. Oh, my God. He is a piece of garbage. <laughs> my goodness. You're oh. jealous. Oh, my God. <laughs> me, oh my me, God. the jealous man, jealous of your bad analysis and shit account. All you do is shit post play index stuff all day. But anyway, I'm owning him in two places now, on the podcast and online. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, I guess let's talk, let's talk maybe, I don't know, what else is there to talk about? Baseball's happening. Okay, so the series. now that we're fairly deep into the division series, what is your upgraded uh, World Series prediction? Give me matchups and how many games it goes. Okay, so I do have to adjust mine because, um, so my roommates and I actually all did kind of fun uh, playoff predictions. We predicted every series, how many games it would go, um, and everything, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. Of course, I'm in Boston, so most of our matchups were Cubs Sox. We had uh, I think two Cubs Blue Jays, um, and I would actually I had Cubs Red Sox, and I would probably switch to Cubs Blue Jays. Um, I think the Blue Jays match up really well with Cleveland because of their big boppers. Um, and uh, I still I mean, I still think the Cubs are going to win the National League, um, especially if they're able to put away the Giants uh, on Monday. That would give me quite a bit of confidence going into the championship series against whoever emerges out of the crucible of injury fest that is the NLDS. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think either of those, either Washington or L.A. is going to be particularly strong heading into the championship series. Um, they're not going to have a lot of steam behind them, and they certainly aren't going to get any players back that have been injured. Um, I don't think Harper is going to magically turn it on and become, you know, Bryce Harper again, capital B, capital H. So I'm going, I'm going Cubs, Jays for the World Series. And how many games? Uh, geez, um, stay it. Cubs and four. It. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm being goaded into saying my, in a, a catchphrase like I'm on a freaking sitcom here. <laughs> Travis. Um, I was just on the In Play podcast, and I think I said Cubs uh, and Texas. I either said Cubs and Texas or Cubs and Boston, and I'm going to have to amend, amend it either way, obviously. Um, yeah, the Blue Jays look really good. They look kind of dialed in at the plate. So I will also say Cubs and Blue Jays and Cubs. It's a good matchup. It's a fun matchup. That's a is. really fun matchup. And I'll say Cubs and five. Um, that's kind of actually where I am too, actually, because uh, I, I just don't see. I mean, like, I really want Cleveland to get to the World Series just because they're so much fun. Yeah. Um, and like theoretically, Danny Salazar might come back for the ALCS, and that could be a big boost if he's like capable of pitching. Um, because then you got like you can match up your three with with Toronto's three. Um, but I I, I think that. In a scenario in which Salazar comes back, I think that series goes seven with the Blue Jays coming out. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll say C- 
Cubs in five or six. Um, I do think that would be, that it's going to be a very hard fought, bitter series. Um, and you know, there's this awful part of me that thinks Javi Baez gets thrown at by somebody on the Blue Jays at some point. And yeah, just, Javi Baez against the Blue Jays is an awesome idea. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps should be the only iteration of baseball with which we're blessed for the rest of our lives. <laughs> but I don't know. No, that's just one man's opinion. Jeez. Oh boy, they're a they're a they're a touchy bunch. I don't like them. <laughs> I, I like they might be like obviously I'm biased because I'm in, my favorite team is in the same division as them, but um, they might be the one team I actually have like legitimate like negative fan feelings towards right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Kobe, yeah, so yeah, Kobe people Lewis who are listening, you can in the third. By the way. What's that, Travis? Colby Lewis has retired nobody in the third, by the way. I mean, it's four to two. He just exited the game. Oh, did they? Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hold the phone. Hold, hold. Oh, no. Folks. What happened? I'm sure this has been, I'm sure this has been made before, but do you call a home run off of Mr. Lewis a Colby Jack? Oh, God. <laughs> Zach, I'm very sorry to say that you will not be allowed back on this podcast. Hey, that's we, okay. Uh, <laughs> turns out people of people of people of people who do what I want to do but better than I do. Um, and I don't really deserve to be here anyway. So We we, so. we really apologize for the previous uh, thing that was said. I won't call it a joke. And, no, uh, it was pretty Let it be known that, that Zach has been fired. Uh, literally, he is on fire now. Wow! On fire in my basement. There's only one exit, as you know. Um, I'm probably going to die down here. Sad. Yeah, extremely sad. It is sad. At least I have this cold beer. Wait, hold on. I'm going to put the fire out. He died doing. He died doing. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking cold ones. (laughs) Man, the solution was right in front of me and inside of me the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> anyway alright so um, th- there are our extremely accurate and reputable World Series takes um, hold us to them at us on Twitter That's about true. our World Series takes and why we're biased and wrong but anyway Thanks. let's uh, do some takes are good they are but we're probably wrong cause, no. and you know the Giants are going to win the, the Cubs are not losing come on You say that now. Yes, I do say that now. It's amazing because the Cubs have never lost before. That's <laughs> never, ever. That's true. There is a lot of precedent. They've won 108 the straight World Series. Never That's having any problems. Okay, so let's move on to our Twitter questions. Zach, did you get any from your tweet? Uh, I did not. I just got an angry can- man, man, man. That sucks. Yeah. Um, are so we still, talk- are we still talking question- about the ace of stats? Yeah, the stace of ads. Ooh. Our first question comes <laughs> Got him. Look, our first question comes from a friend of the show, Mike Gianella. Hi, Mike. Oh, um, he asks, qu- quote, what's the deal with Bill Mitchell? Oh, he's, oh, that he's, Bill Mitchell. He's just tweeting through it, you guys. He's he's the definition <laughs> of tweeting through it. He's trying his best. <laughs> he's having... 
He's having a really hard time with this. <laughs> you know, his 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 favorite uh, his favorite presidential candidate just got yelled at by Candy for the second time in a month, and he's tweeting through it. And sometimes he just got to tweet through it. And he's been nonstop tweeting for the last you know forty eight hours. And I respect that. Sometimes that's just what you have to do. Yeah, here here we go. I mean, his timeline is all. Uh, all like, the- is there ever is there ever a time you you can look at the timestamps? Is there a time where you can see that he might possibly have slept? <laughs> it doesn't really. No, it he, seems he, like there's more than like a half hour between any tweet. He has tweeted like every minute for the past half hour. Yeah, he's about, tweeting through it, man. About the the accusations against <laughs> Bill Clinton, which are which which are credible accusations, but very clearly being weaponized for a really weird and disgusting stuff. And also, and you know... Thing. Clinton isn't running for president. No, he's not. And he's probably a shitbag, uh, but he's not running for president. Uh, and the shitbag who is running for president is doing the same stuff. It's really bad. Let's just not talk about politics. It's really making me sad. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, 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 so you know, it's a bad time. Anyway, thanks, Mike, for your question. You made us all sad. We're bummed out now. <laughs> Um, while we're on the subject of being sad, Ryan Schultz uh, asks, why boy. is baseball so cruel? Cool Ryan, or cruel? Why is baseball so cruel? It should be noted that Ryan is a White Sox fan, so he, there's some fr- frame of reference there. What is he, what is he upset about now? What happened to him today? I don't, I don't think, know. He just asked that. Why is baseball so cruel? Baseball's not cruel at all. The Cubs won 103 games this year. <laughs> okay, so for the person that is not the fan of the best team in baseball. Yeah, or, or maybe maybe you know, put yourself in a white the, the shoes of you two years ago. But I mean, God, like, you like, were the, depressed. Like, do you remember? Do you remember that time two years ago when the Cubs weren't good? But like, here's the thing: like, the Cubs had hope two years ago. They knew this was going to happen. The White Sox have no hope and no future, and no jobs and no cash. Dad. <laughs> 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 I am sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Sad. It's been so long. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Anywho. Norm Cash no longer plays baseball. That's, um, that, that's awful. But the socks are bad. Uh, no future. No chance. They have, the, they have the, the guy who likes to cut up jerseys with scissors. He's pretty good. Uh, for now, he's probably getting traded this winter. Yeah. Maybe. But baseball's very cruel, but it's beautifully cruel in the same way that, you know, um, a horribly depressing TV show is. Like... Uh... Like Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, that's that. Let's go with that. Everything's bad always. That's, that's, Unless you're a Cubs fan. There's one thing I learned is that being being a Cubs fan is sunshine and rainbows coming out your ass the whole time. For 108 straight years. 108 straight years since 1876. <laughs> so uh, Michael Donato who is a uh, writer at Amazing Avenue and Beer Graphs and some other stuff. Um, he asks, 
if we could add a fourth D to the title of the podcast, what would the D stand for? That that's a dangerous question, Michael. <laughs> Why would he ask to ask us that? That's that's inappropriate. We so know we where have... he's going with that. How dare you? How dare you, <laughs> sir? Have you no decency? <laughs> that's a, a little joke from my friend from Wisconsin. Uh, you know, by a guy from Wisconsin. So we have dingers, we have doubles, we have drunks. What would the fourth D word be? Uh, Diamond Dogs by David Bowie. <laughs> That's mm. three more Ds and a B. Just sextuple DB. That's the new name <laughs> of the podcast, folks. <laughs> That's really, it just rolls I'm off not, the tongue. I'm not, not saying it. <laughs> it, really, it really flows. It's really good. Why did we st- why didn't we call it that from the start? It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> we were we were just riffing on our, our favorite celebrity chef. Yeah, do people not know the, the origin of the name of Triple Yeah, D? it's I mean at one point Emeril Lagasse had a show on the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> bam. And and bam, Triple D was born. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> Emerald Live Band, play us out. <laughs> Did he have a band? Is he had a real? band. Oh shit, he had a band. Have you not seen Emerald Live? Emerald Live no. was awesome. It was extremely lit. There was a band. It was a really good band. Yeah, it was a good band. Uh, the food was was awesome. Uh, he hammed it up for the camera and the crowd. It was a good show. And okay, for so the two years of my life, uh, when I was like seven and eight years old. It was it was pretty much the peak of entertainment. It was. Here's was. the thing: when you say he hammed it up, when talking about a cooking show, you have like that's not a good word to use because now well, he did use a lot of pig. He used a lot yeah. of pig. Oh, well, there you a- go. As Emerald declared, as Emerald declared, pork fat rules. Well, oh, dude, that yes, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, we gotta bring Emerald back. He needs a. He need, we need an Emerald Renaissance. We gotta get that's... Emerald on the show. That is that would <laughs> friend of the show Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> that would be that would be out of bounds. <laughs> That's off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, and finally, Dabinsky, our our good friend Dabinsky. Hi, Debs. Um, he asks, "Are podcasts still a thing?" The answer is no. They're not. No, no, not. Nobody ever with this one. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last one. Uh, as as we, we have this, destroyed the medium. The death rattle of the podcast is is this episode of Triple D. This is going to be so horrible that nobody's ever going to do it again. Yeah, Which is we sad should, like, because there are some good ones. Not this one. Definitely not this one. But there the, are uh, some that are good. The In Play podcast at BTBS you should listen to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I mean, yeah, if it wasn't ending, unfortunately. Oh, I, yeah, I did my... Yeah, I did my first podcast cameo last night. Ooh. What was that? Uh, it was the quit hit, quick hit after game two of the NLDS for the BP Wrigley cast. With okay. uh, I was with Isaac Bennett and Ryan Davis of BP Wrigleyville as well. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Go. I talked about, you know, the Cubs. That so. sounds very nice. Yeah, if you're interested, you should check that out. What? So, I yeah. have a question for you folks. Yeah. And maybe you us. don't have an answer to, to it, and we'll see. What that's is your, what is your favorite podcast that has nothing to do with baseball? See, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah, it's not, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. See, I was, I was, I didn't know if you guys would have any. Every, see, the thing, the thing about 
podcasts is everyone makes them and no one listens to them. Yeah, I, 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 like, I try to make time to, like, listen to, like, effectively wild or whatever, but, like, then I have to, like, because I can't listen to a podcast and do something else while I'm doing that because then it just doesn't jive in my head. Um, like, it's like everyone has a copy of Infinite Jest on their shelves, but no one, <laughs> or, like, everyone claims to love The Wire, but, like, most people don't really love The Wire. I've never seen um, The Wire. I yeah, tried I to get into it once. Fire. I don't know. I just decided to watch Parks and Rec. I have, and yeah, that's a good choice. I have both Infinite Jest and Season 1 of The Wire on DVD on my bookshelf right now. Have you I observed either of them? No, neither. So, I try to listen to my friend's podcast if I see somebody's made a podcast. Yeah. And they release it on Twitter. I try to listen because... I know some. I know some people listen to this. Oh, you know, oh, I got, I got one. The, not to the end, but I bet some people do. Yeah, I got one. So uh, maybe we'll just talk I, I listened. I listened to a podcast like last week. Um, it was a not uh, not a baseball podcast. Um, it was because Molly Lambert, formerly of Grantland, who is a mm. great culture writer, and Molly's great. Molly's great. Very funny. Um, is now writing at MTV, I believe. And she has a new podcast called North Mollywood, uh, and she talked about the first episode of Robin China, the uh, new Kardashian spinoff with Rob Kardashian and um, and Black China, and it was pretty entertaining. I mean, she's like very funny, and um, and the podcast was pretty good. That show's really weird. Um, as are many of the Kardashian verse shows. Um, I don't, I don't watch them. I don't, I'm not that familiar with them, but, uh, some people I, uh, am close to are, so I kind of absorb some of it, but I did see the first episode and then I listened to the podcast, uh, and it was good. So I imagine that the rest of her stuff is also good. So I'm going to plug that one. Um, that's about it. North Mollywood. I just, right, I just listened to all the NPR podcasts. Yeah, that's fair. Which is... Not really podcasts; they're just recordings of their radio shows. Yeah, but yeah, this American Life is good, and if you don't listen to this American Life, you should. Yeah, I didn't take you for an NPR person, Travis. Uh, He's from the Midwest. Why not? Like a very Midwestern thing to do is like NPR's listen good. to the radio and do nothing else. So it I is. Actually, I just I just didn't. I, I like, not that like I, I just didn't expect that. But at all, that's cool. Yeah, I have interests outside of baseball and yelling. I just don't express them on Twitter. Yeah, karaoke. Nice. Yeah. Well, we know that. Currently, uh... Oh, don't tell me about No, the... no. Sure, cut again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not about the Ace of Spades. Or... <laughs> ah. Um, it's about me doing Motorhead's The Ace of Spades at karaoke. No. Nice. Was... <laughs> uh, that would be sick. Um, whip in peace, Lemmy. We're thinking about you. But, uh, yeah. no, right upstairs right now in my living room... Uh, the next Boston live band pop punk emo karaoke night is being planned. So uh, you should come out to that. It's uh, it's in November. My roommates will be playing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I got I got a lot of beers in me and jumped on stage during Fat Lip last time. So it was great. But <laughs> that is awesome. Anyway, karaoke's good. It's fun. Uh, we endorse it here at Triple E. Yeah, if you've never so, done karaoke. You should. Let's just try it once. It just is give a it a time. shot. Even if you're shy, like I'm mostly shy. Let's try it. <laughs> it's um, pretty good. 
Just drink a lot of beers and you'll be fine. Drink a lot of beers. That's and if you don't cool. like drinking beers, that's another thing you should try. Because it's also good. <laughs> Unless you have a good reason to not do it, then we probably shouldn't. But yeah, beers I mean, are generally You don't have to, but I yeah. think it's pretty fun. Obviously, some people shouldn't. Don't drink and drive, folks. That's Yeah, no, don't do that. PSA that's bad. from your friends here at Triple D. Mothers against dingers, doubles, and drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be against dingers? Nobody's against dingers. Well, Madison Gardner hates dingers. Mets beat writers. Mets beat writers. Um, yeah, that's like there's there are definitely terrible people in this world who hate dingers. So I don't know. I imagine they're also responsible for like world hunger and poverty and stuff. But that's you know, I it's just me, the resident historian. I'm not saying that this is true, but it's true. Dingers and wars. True. Um, on that note, Speaking I imagine we done. Speaking of dingers, by the way, Rudy Odor, two-run shot the dead center, is now 5-4 to four, Toronto. Oh, there we go. They're trying their best. It's a ball they game. Are. They're fighting back today. All right, so, uh, yeah, this was our long-awaited 12th episode, I think, of Dingers, Doubles, and Drunks. Yeah, I called it um, episode 12-ish. I'm not really sure. That sounds yeah, right. Sure, that works. That's fine. Um, if for whatever reason you want to wait another two months for our next podcast, hopefully it won't be two months. Hopefully we'll be back on this soon for like more playoff stuff. Um, but you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud, depending on which medium of you are currently listening to us through. Um, go check us out on the other medium, subscribe and stuff. Um, we can, we are on Twitter at, at triple D podcast and, um, yeah, follow all of us, follow our websites and read our content and hit some dingers folks and drink some cold ones. Have a good one.